And hello once again. Welcome to another episode of the Dayton Poetry Slam podcast. And this episode, we're going to finish out the uh, first show in June uh, of 2022. And we're going to get some more great poetry. Morgan and Aisha are hosting this one. And all the poets you hear today, uh, the poems, unless otherwise indicated, are theirs. Uh, even some of the songs of the art of uh, the musicians going, but they belong to them. Uh, we do not take any copyright on that one, but let's kick back and listen to this next episode of the Dayton Poetry Slam podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourselves for the second half of the open mic round. Put your hands together for your host, the co-host of Goodreads Better Friends, Morgan and Aisha! Please give them twice the amount of respect you would give Lincoln and I. Good? Yeah. yeah? I told you I'm going to keep checking in on you. All right. <laughs> Good friend over here. All right. So our next poet is going to be Sweet Deuces. Sweet Deuces? Yeah. Here she comes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Good up to Sweet Deuces. Is it okay for straight people to... Is it okay for straight people to share a pride story? <laughs> All right, so I used to be a security guard, and I'm that weird person in the morning that fucks with people because it's hard enough going to work, so I try to make people smile. And there was this one guy, he used to always have his head down. And so I would fuck with him because I'd never seen him walk with his head up. And then one day they sent this email, because binary people don't understand, of this woman who was coming in to have her badge changed. And it was her. We changed her name. And ever since that day, I never saw her hold her head down again. Because she could come to work and be herself in her dress and her heels and her makeup. And it's like, wow, that's what pride does for people. You don't have to come to work and not be yourself. So that's my pride story. And I have two poems for today. The first one is cake. Cake. (laughs) Let them eat cake. Let them chase the bag full of air and run the rat race to nowhere. Let them work more hours. Let them clock in again. Let them have their paper just diet green. Let them eat poisoned bread and diseased meat. Let them have vegetables that we crossbreed. Let them drink. Drink until they swim in the bottom of their bottles. Drink fluoride and red dyes. Drink deep of the FDA lies. Let them eat cake. Spread the sugar before them like cocaine. In fact, put sugar in everything. Give sugar new names, fructose, corn syrup, glucose, maltose. Feed them parasites post-haste. Keep them awake, overstimulate their brains. Let's start the zombie apocalypse. Give them cell phone, tablets, and oculus. Shine a light on their stupidity. Fluorescent lights, blue lights, LEDs. Let these motherfuckers eat shit. Literally, let them eat insects. Tell them it's all natural. They'll believe anything. Let them eat their cake. Give these peasants out of my face. Give them 65 years and let them die in peace. Let them die from stress and ulcers, from the way we overwork them. Let them die from diabetes and high blood pressure, from all the sugar and legal poisons we feed them. Let them die from cancer, from all the gadgets we sold them. Eat the cake, anime. Listen to the music that makes you do what I say. Watch the program that programs you to do and act this way. Run the economical rat race. Die when I tell you to stop breathing. Buy the cheaply manufactured products. Invest in my imaginary markets. Let them eat cake on their birthday, every New Year's, on every holiday I program them to celebrate. Eat the damn cake, anime. Fight 
on Black Friday for my entertainment. Buy overpriced products because I wrote sale on it. Buy new clothes every three years because I say the ones you own are unfashionable. Open your mouth and swallow more fucking cake. The political butt cake, the media cupcake, the judicial cake pops, the sheet cakes of credit, the wedding cake of marital entanglement, more cake, more cake, more fucking cake. Oh, you don't wanna eat my cake? You so ungrateful. There must be something wrong with you. You must be depressed because you don't like my cake. It's not my cake, it's your anxiety. Oh, you want to protest my cake? I think you're mentally unstable. In fact, give them prescriptions and allow them to self-medicate, but blame them if they get addicted. The mini cake pops of modern medicine should do the trick. You will eat the cake one way or another, and if you have a bad taste in your mouth, that was indeed the point of this poem. Eat the fucking cake, anime, like Uncle Sam told you. All right, this one is Snatching Souls. I wanna touch your soul way more than I wanna touch your body. I wanna dive deep into the ocean in between your ears. I wanna hear the sirens of your heart. I wanna suck your spiritual toes and touch noses so there's no more supposes cause we know what we supposed to be. I'm chosen. You see me better with your third eye. Ex <clears throat> I'm <ch> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm chosen. You see me better with your th third eye. Please open your mind. I need more than semen to guide me through this windstorm of light. <clears throat> Excuse me, I mean life. I need all hands on deck before love capsizes this ship. Put your hand on my hip. Let's dip. Skinny style. Let's let, <laughs> let that fat boy hang out. Wow. <laughs> wow. Out of the, the, the daddy hoochie shorts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just be being nasty underneath all this classy, hiding in my inner asshole for the reasons we all know. Please look past sweet so you can get the get all of this deuces. This haymaker knocks the best of the best downs and I don't need 10 rounds, my clip only holds six. So in this magical hour, I give you the power to give me your soul. Don't force me to snatch it out. Don't laugh because I'll laugh last. Send you to get the rag and snatch that bitch out again. We both win, but I won. I'm working on my third reincarnation with patience. Speaking English, nigga. I don't speak gibberish. Your soul language of tongues keep your ass on the run, but you keep coming back because others can touch your body, but I can make your soul come. Believe that. Most men, most men walk around still with their virginity, giving dick freely while keeping their soul in the safe deposit box. You see the mask? I'm coming for your ass. I want all of you, down to the last drop. Forehead kisses, clothes on the floors with the toilet seat up. Give me all of you. I won't complain. I'm going to train your ass. Come when I say come so I can come with you. I'll put a hamper at the door. I'll look before I sit because I know I'm not perfect, but my soul is. Can you make my soul come? Can you handle all of this? A sarcastic, intelligent, beautiful, confident, dominant, and submissive type of bitch. Can you deal with it? Hitting Oreos and two-hour PlayStation sessions. Sometimes I pout for no reason. Do you want all of me is the fucking question. Let's snatch souls at the same time. Even swap, no swindle. Getting body is easy, but snatching souls without the intention to take care of them is childish. Don't touch my soul for no reason. That's how you end up catching cootins, letting people touch your soul when they honestly don't really want you. sweet deuces have you is this your second time or have you been coming before okay 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 so this is the second time I've encountered your poetry and it's fucking great so thank you for that yeah I think the last time was the hospital ball maybe? yeah that was yeah really, the really gentrified yeah. uh, oh the gentrified uh, vending machine yeah <laughs> very good very good we love your poetry yeah. all right so I haven't talked to Aisha about this all right. Our next poet to the mic. Yes, you. Link. 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 We're ready for you, Link. <laughs> Yay! We love him. Yay. <laughs> I guess I'm so excited. 
are you doing? What are you talking? They're having a secret meeting over there. No, 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 what's going on? Wow. I don't know, like, have you noticed, like, Morgan's hips have been on this weird swivel thing all night? It's fucking hilarious and awesome. So, right? Hey, whatever gets you through a show, you've seen me. I'm usually shit-faced by the end of the night. There are some shows that I need to call an Uber. <laughs> Especially if the poetry's bad. I miss, I miss the, the, the seven-minute dragon poem. And the dragon flapped its wings through the sky, causing rains of fire across everyone. Bad goth poetry. We haven't had bad goth poetry in ages. I tell you, I tell you who I really miss. It, it, like nobody here knows the guy. The guy's name was Dave, and he was always when we were at the Oregon Express many, many years ago. He was always there. He was one of the head morticians in Montgomery County, now the state. Yes, he is also, I don't know how his liver has survived, because his liver was evil and needed to be punished. Of course, if you spent your whole day looking at nothing but dead bodies and making sure people were taking care of those dead bodies in an appropriate and respectful fashion, you drink too. He gives himself unauthorized organ transplants. <laughs> but he would sit at the bar and like, as we were performing, he would write down a poem on napkins and he would slosh up to the stage and we gave him a segment called Drunken Bar Poetry because it was like instantaneous. I missed that. So... I, I haven't done this one in a while. It's not my poem. It's not even really a poem, to be perfectly honest. But every time I look at how fucked up things are and like how fucking things are getting crazier, I, I have to keep pulling this out. Because even though it was, what, 1976? 1976, it's still true. Um, I don't know if y'all pay attention to the news, but you know, the state of Ohio is doing absolutely everything they can to make being a trans individual illegal. They're, they're doing absolutely everything they can. The other night at 11.45 p.m., because you know, no one was going to be in the session at 11.45 p.m., they overwhelmingly passed the Protect Women in Sports Act in Ohio. Uh, which basically is um, any person that says, I don't believe that person is of the gender they say they are. They are allowed to take them away and have a medical doctor search them, both internally and externally, and et cetera. It's, it's, it's I'm, rape. I'm, I'm going to interject. There's no way to look around it. Maybe high school has changed in the 18 years that since I graduated no, from high school. Not that but much. But I didn't know one fucking jock in high school that had been like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that to get a competitive advantage. No. no. They, they, were, they were homophobic no. and transphobic so, assholes. So it's, it's absolutely a horrible targeted law. It's going to be medically illegal, I hope. But that's just the tip of the iceberg, you know, because... No one will stand up to these gerrymandered jackasses up in Columbus. So, in short, I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. Everybody's out of work, scared of losing their job. A dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks running wild in the streets. And there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do. And there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. And we sit and watch our TVs while some local newscaster tells us today that we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes. As if that's the way it's supposed to be. That's a slow news day. We all know things are bad. Worse than bad, they're crazy. It's like everyone's going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and we slowly, the world we live in gets smaller and smaller, and all we ask is, please leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my hair dryer and my steel-belted radials, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. 
I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to riot. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write and they don't listen to fucking begin with. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the defense budget and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, goddammit. My life has value. So I want you to get up right now. I want you to get out of those chairs. And I want you to go right now to the bay window. And I want you to stick your head out the window and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Get up from your chairs. Go to the bay window. Yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. But first, you've got to get mad. And when you're mad enough, we'll figure out to do. Stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. But apparently none of you are. is gonna be Danny. Danny. Danny wants to not go last. So here you are, Danny. <laughs> They're actually for like 2006, so it's fine. Yes, yes. Oh, that's right, yeah, don't put this on YouTube. I'm way too anxious. Karaoke, I can do that. This, the lights, there's no music, it's just me, it's my thought, no. No YouTube. So, I've got, I've got one, maybe two. Uh, let, let's see how this goes. Years of trust built up to this. Your hands on me, your insatiable lust. Your hands caress my aching heart. I shy away at first, but I know it's just the start. I look to you with desperate eyes. Do I need this? No. So you catch me by surprise. Penned against the wall, the pain tingles in harmony with shivers down my spine. It's as if nothing in the world could compare to these sensations. You envelop me now, I'm yours. Life's needless quirks, could it have waited, your hands on me, cue fireworks. Onto the floor I fall, the pain radiates from within, boiling my blood with a feverish uniformity. It's as if nothing in the world could compare to these subversions. You own me now, I'm yours. Your hands around my aching neck. From the start, you saw me as a lone reject. I look to you with desperate eyes. Do I need this? No. So you force me to comply. Years of trust toppled by, the, toppled by this. Your hands on me, your sated lust. That wasn't so bad. This one's longer. Broken, like the ones watching the moon at night, hoping that others nearby see the same sight, as if moonward gazes coalesce into embraces and smiling faces. Because we see a basis in chance and hope and in courageousness to take that first step toward another soul, lonely or not, but seeking the company of another in a world that is broken, like words left unspoken by lives left choking, in hospitals or homes, waiting for a semblance of care, which we know will never get there. And for that we cry until, until our tear ducts have dried. And since we can't come together, we must shout much louder to claim justice for those lost, voiceless and tossed into cold trucks, lifeless in wait for the time when families can come together to feel how their hearts are now broken. Like owners when their pets die, or a child when they're beside themselves because their breakfast isn't what they know they wanted this morning. As if time would make sense in such a senseless time, when humans die for faux wars fought not to survive, but for the sole purpose of business to thrive. As if that would help in our daily life, 
that we know is all broken, like a car on the side of the road left behind by someone without time to come back, lest they lose their jobs. Because didn't the cops know that they had three when they left them a ticket and a warning that their car would be towed in the morning? When they're already too late and see that they've got a letter telling them that they'd better get to court or else they'd get to jail. The light leaves their eyes and they're left broken. Thank you. Give it up for Danny, y'all. Hey, Danny, was that your first time on stage? It was his first time. Give it up for Danny. Give it up. Woo! Welcome. We yes. hope you'll come back. You did a great job. That was amazing. <laughs> Woohoo! All right. All right. So our next poet is one half of the Kinda Well Done crew. Zach! Give it up for Zach. Let me make this tall person mode really quick. Hold on. It's Mormon time. I've never heard of Morbius until that movie happened, and I still don't know what it is, and I still don't care about it, but I guess it's Mormon time. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend I've never heard of it. I'm going to hope that I never have to see it, because it's weird. All right. New shit. I can still smell it, as Link would say. <laughs> also, untitled shit. And a shorty, because the next one's not. Thank you, thank you. You'll find me under lights of blue, cocooned within the safety of solace. The music like a dissociative symphony. I feel nothing but the music, and sometimes you, sometimes other things. Expansive existence drifting along, Writing the glossy melodies in the dreamy vocals. Waves of ideas and emotion tickling sleep-speckled shores. Shells and litter, sand, soaked in possibility and wonder. Somewhere else in time, roses are blooming. And we enjoy the colors, the sweet scent. Never thinking of wilted petals, nor lack of water sustenance. Tender roses, sun-kissed pink petals of laughter and hope. Their roots reaching down to dark places we cannot readily see without unearthing the dirt hiding them below. And back in the blue, somewhere under layers of reverb and alcohol, I know I must tend to dead flowers sooner or later, perhaps before I'm dry and crumbled myself. And I must water the roots resting in shadow until they're ready to open their eyes and see some light again. From far away, I see the sun setting upon you. Silhouettes dance upon blades of grass and the tree line floating. Only here for a moment, a certain looming fog slowly settling, embracing evergreen eternity. I stop to question the reality of it all. I stop to really consider that such an experience could be completely imagined. But even here, deep in the peace of ghastly indigo disconnect, I know better. Thank you. So now that I've got my cutesy, fluffy poem out of the way, who's ready for some religious criticism? <laughs> Disclaimer, I'm sorry. I don't judge anybody. To, to my Christian homies in the audience, this is not an attack on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, you boys got to write about religion sometimes. <clears throat> this is called, In Whose Name? Lucifer said to the Father, in whose name do mortals suffer? And in whose name were they given free will? You have cast me out of heaven, morning star descending to the earth, where morning hearts scuffle through the dirt, scrambling through the rubble and the filth and the death, clawing in desperation to find you somewhere beneath the wreckage. You have forsaken me, discarded me, and for what, dear father? These beings of flesh and bone, were they not made in your holy image? Were they not made by your loving hand, crafted by your omniscient mind? Tell me, Father, why then were you so disgusted when they began to think for themselves, speak, act for themselves, 
subservient marionettes to your will, suddenly given their own. If Eden bore such poisonous fruit as to warrant eternal suffering, then why was it growing upon the tree? If a single drop of its juice dropped low upon their tongues was so sinful, why, Father, did you not stop me, your angel, from giving it to them? Why does Prometheus suffer endless torture for teaching a man how to start a fire? Are he and I not equal? Is he not my reflection? O oh, Father, Lord of hosts, for millennia you have told your people, your creations, that it is I who must be feared, that I am the embodiment of evil, of darkness, because I dared to defy you and dared to give your creations a gift that you refused to give them. So tell me, tell me, Father, in whose name do they suffer, and in whose name do they kill? When Isaac was bound to the altar, in whose name was his unrealized sacrifice, stopped only by my brother's intervention? When pagans and indigenous people around the globe were persecuted as heretics, in whose name did the Templar burn them at the stake? In whose name did they colonize and ravage the earth? How many millions of souls have evacuated their holy temple for the honor and glory of this name? When children are made to worship priests and lie down with them, in whose name do they submit their bodies? When they grow up to repeat the atrocious cycle with the next generation of innocents, whose voice are they a mouthpiece for? Whose will is it that they act upon? For whom is that innocence obliterated and stolen away forever? When Zionist terrorism flattens an entire city, in whose name do they drop their bombs? In whose name do they claim self-defense? In whose name does Gaza burn to the ground? When the bodies of children paint the floors of the schoolhouse red, in whose name are the bullets fired? For whom are the bills in Washington written? For whom do we pledge allegiance to our blood-stained flag? To whom do the children pray while drawing their last breath? And to whom do their parents give thanks? for having had the chance to love a child even for just a fleeting moment. Tell me, Father, tell me, Elohim, you who embody all truth, you who are patient and forgiving, you the sovereign of all things, the all-knowing, loving, powerful, the one who demands sacrifice, the one who demands obedience and fear, repentance, help me understand, tell me this name. I have betrayed you, Lord. I have rebelled against you, waged war against you. I am so afraid, oh God, I am so afraid, but please, I beg thee, answer my questions and tell me straight. In whose name are these acts of horror committed? Because it isn't mine. Thank you, watch my YouTube show. <laughs> Let's give it up for Zach. Damn it. Yeah. Let's talk about his YouTube show. Kind of Well Done. Is that the one you were referencing? All right. Yeah, check out Kind of Well Done. We both actively watch Kind of Well Done. I like to watch it while I'm working. It's on YouTube. Uh, yeah, it's, very it's, good. A, it's, it's a very gaming. Good. It's a gaming yes, thing. So. Gaming improv. It's really fun. It's a lot of fun. Check <laughs> it out. Um, and we're just going to keep it rolling with the Kind of Well Done crew. Uh, so your next, your next poet is Evan. Give it up for Evan, y'all. So to continue the theme that some people did, uh, being Pride Month and all, um, it's a fairly recent revelation, but at the same time, not really. Uh, I am a bisexual man, but it's, it's, it's one of those situations that you might call it, with less Italy and less uh, uh, statutory rape of a minor, um, call me by your name, uh, if anyone's seen that movie. Uh, when two people just kind of get each other and you're best friends and you know, it doesn't bother you. It's a natural extension to continue that into a physical relationship. And then everyone tells you, that's dirty, don't do that. But, like, why? If I had a friend who was a girl, it'd be natural. And then all of a sudden, I do it with one guy who's a friend of mine. And all of a sudden, it's a problem. So, it is a sort of recent revelation for me, something I've never really said out loud. My parents have never come out 100% with it. But it's sort of one of those truths that you're just like, you can't convince yourself you're straight if you've blown a guy. So, 
kind of puts that out the window. It's just, they'll, they'll realize it. If it's on my deathbed that they realize that I was never what they exactly wanted, that's fine. But, you know, as long as I live my life, it's fine. Yeah. I know a white cis male speaking his truth is kind of like, ooh, how brave. But... Um, even though I didn't suffer like, unfortunately, some people have, uh, I still, I feel super empathetic, um, and I, I'm sorry for that. So, to keep up with the terrific mood of being angry at the world and how much it sucks, this is a poem that is based off of an opera. Who here has seen the Pirates of Penzance? There is a song in that, which is basically, I guess, what you'd call opera rap. It's a patter song and it's about a guy singing how much of a good major general he is. I have decided to re retake that and create, I am the very model of a tired ass millennial. Yeah. I am the very model of a tired ass millennial. The information era has depressions quite perennial. I know the names of many folks who death became political from Brown to Floyd and Taylor to all victims unequivocal. I'm very well acquainted with our tragedy stance precedent. I witnessed many war crimes by our active sitting president. Political correctness throws the lines of moral apathy. Of my 99 problems, you ain't even seen the half of me. I'm very good at overthinking anything and everything. Yes, I graduated, but I didn't learn a goddamn thing. I'm rhyming thing with thing. My flow is quite terrestrial. I am the very model of a tired ass millennial. Mentally divergent is another name for empathy. I'm on some kind of spectrum, and I do not mean biology. I care too much about things that have not a thing to do with me, like how after slapping actors is a patsy for society to forget the, US, the role the U.S. played in Ukrainian democracy. Instead of loving myself, I searched in perpetuity to find someone who's loving to clear up some ambiguity. Red flags are easy when you see them with visual acuity, but wearing them can leave you cursed with improper promiscuity. And then I can write a song, a seething clap, or possibly this very song, and tell you about how everything went wrong in season eight of Game of Thrones. But when it, came, when it comes to U.S. crimes and slavery tricentennial, I am the very model of a tired-ass millennial. Thank you. No, not quite. Uh, so, don't tempt me. It's also very long, but I wouldn't put people through that, but it is a bop. If there's a YouTube video of it, it's a fucking bop. If you're into opera. I do. I, what can I say? I sing that in uh, Music of the Night, but from Phantom of the Opera. I am, I am a man of, classic state, of classical tastes. Um, so... This is a poem to my mother, and it's called To the Woman Who Bore Me, because she has this fun joke that she thinks it's funny to say that, because she and I have sort of a Germanic cold relationship, I guess you could say. So she thinks it's funny to make fun of the way I talk and how I say it. She's the woman who bore me, because I'm a scientist and that's how I speak, I'm sorry. Uh, it's hard to feel things, especially when you're judged about how you say them. So you learn that maybe you say things wrong even though they're what you're thinking. So, to the woman who bore me, dear mom, I love you more than anything in the world, but we need to talk. I have lived a blessed life as a white man, and so I don't feel like I have the right to complain, but that's actually part of the reason. How could I feel so much like a failure when I won the genetic lottery and never really wanted for anything? Like, how did I have every advantage of the white patriarchy and still fuck up? Not fuck up in a way that makes a good story, not fuck up in a way that coworkers will laugh at my misfortune, as a story of someone who overdosed or even got married to someone they knew for 30 minutes, or even fuck up in a way that you couldn't defend my actions. Nah, I fucked up in the unromantic, boring way. The kind of way they don't make films about or write books about. I fucked up by being thoroughly average in every capacity. I had the silver spoon and yet I chose the plastic spork. This isn't a story about how I'm actually a victim or anything like that, or how all lives matter or anything like that. Get the fuck out of here with that nonsense. Don't, don't say that shit my progress. Then blue line my ass. <laughs> this is me asking you, my mother, why when I'm the right amount of left you support it, but as soon as your kid is a bisexual it becomes an issue. Human beings are complicated and how we feel about them needs to be too. Just because I was born, I don't know anything to blood relationships. I hate you and I love you, it's quite that simple. As I get older, I realize when you had me, you were basically a grown-ass child. I couldn't raise a child right now, and you weren't much older than me. 
When kids are having kids, they grow up together. Like the flavor profile of that bougie-ass wine you like, my feelings about you are compact and blended. Possibly an oak finish as well. I love you, and I hate you. I am human, and you are too. So please listen to this as one person to another, not just as a doting mother to her maladjusted child. I didn't ask to be born, but some days I'm even glad that I was. Jonathan around? Jonathan! There he is. Hello, Jonathan. We're going to need you for the next artist that we have coming up. So, our next poet of the evening. Oh, first of all, <laughs> give him a round for Jonathan's great pose right now. Also, give a hand for Evan. Thank you, Evan! Thank you. Woo! More pride stories. We like him. Check out Kinda well done on YouTube. They're really amazing. I love watching them. They crack me up a lot. I love them. It is a joint effort between Evan and then the poet before him, Zach. And they're amazing. I really enjoy watching their show. All right. So our next poet tonight is Mike Defendant. Yay! We're gonna we're gonna set up some stuff. He's got some musical accompaniment tonight. Woohoo! Which mic do you want to sing into? Uh, it doesn't Go with this one. While Jonathan sets up your musical interlude, I'll remind you, we're on all major social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Dayton Poetry Slam, where we've been taking pictures all night in a non-creepy way. We're on Twitter at Slam Dayton and on Facebook at Dayton Poetry Slam. As always, our website, DaytonPoetrySlam.com. Is this thing on? Yeah. Happy Pride. All right. I don't have any uh, pride stories myself, but I am an ally and I always will be. Thank you. Um, whenever Jonathan's ready back there, or Link. Oh. Hey, everybody's been awesome all night. Uh, before I go, I want to promote that I run an open mic night as well in Springfield at Station One every Thursday. Come hang out with me and Teacher. I love Station One. <laughs> been going there since I was a kid. This first song is about being a traveling con artist. <laughs> I wrote it myself. I'll break your windows and I'll steal your cash. I'll be out of town before you clean up the glass and I'll cut your finger it'll start to bleed but I'll be laughing cause I got what I need I never saw your face I never knew your name to me you're just a victim of this ever playing game some people never win they go another turn just to keep from losing they're just fine with what they earn but when we see trouble coming, we know it's double or nothing. We hope it carries us away. When we see trouble coming, we know it's double or nothing. We far by doing what I was told. Now I'm ripping into bank accounts and running off with gold. Bloody knuckles are the fists that fight for my life. My body's growing weaker, so I fight with my knife. I'm teaching a lesson that you won't live to learn. I'll make you an example. You're the least of my concern. If I show you where I'm from, I'ma have to break your neck. If you bring yourself to us, you better bring no disrespect. Cause when we see trouble coming, we know it's double or nothing. 
Thank you, thank you. Uh, this next song I wrote uh, with my partner, Katrina Joe. She's not here tonight, but I'm going to try to do it by myself. I hope no one can relate to this. When I wake up, I ask myself, does life get better than this? There's puke in the bottom of the bucket that's holding a two liter full of my piss. And to a normal person, it probably stinks like hell. But I've been diving dumpsters and destroyed my sense of smell. I tell myself I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Sometimes I want to hurt you, and that's why sometimes I do. My life would be much better if you just go away. I'm tired of waking up, not still drunk And if my head don't hurt, I didn't have no fun I'm tired of wondering, will there be more? I'm sick of waking up on the wrong side of this mattress On the floor, on the floor, on the floor In a squat house basement or in a backyard Picks me up when times get hard Up by the bootstraps tied around my neck Hanging from the ceiling, what comes next? Kick the chair, let me go In the song, cause I said so I'm tired of waking up Not still drunk And if my head don't hurt I didn't have no fun I'm tired of wondering Will there be more? I'm sick of waking up On the wrong side of this mattress On the Thank you. I'm Mike Defendant from Springfield. Uh, Jennifer Ostendorf has volunteered to do a poetic reading of my humps. Um, just kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> All right. That was great. Hey, Mike. Good job. That was yeah, really seriously, good. Really good. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, for sure. Hey, do you guys want to see the exact reason why I shouldn't have adult money? <laughs> it says queer. It's very cute. Target, $10. <laughs> Happy Pride. <laughs> Happy Pride, y'all. I love it. All right, let's have some more poetry. Um, I think we only have one, two, three. Four. Four. Okay, so we have four people left in the open mic. Let's say this person. James. It's your turn now. <laughs> Morinelli. James. 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 Sarah James. 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 Ah, James. James. <laughs> hey, welcome. Let's give him a round of applause. All right, how's everybody doing tonight? Uh, so I played Pokemon Go Fest for the weekend, so in light of Pokemon Go Fest, Charmanders are red, Squirtles are blue. Uh, if you were Pokemon, I'd choose you, and you, and you, because I got to catch them all. Uh, so there's that. Uh, but I had, I've had this one in my, my USB drive for a couple years. This was for someone who I'm pretty sure didn't even know I existed, uh, but I was told it was pretty good. Uh, so I figured I'd share it tonight. It doesn't have a name. Uh, here's, so, uh, your smile is warm like a summer night breeze. When your hand is in mine, it's hard for me to breathe. A stand-up girl, I'm happier than my friend, but there's a lot more to it. We don't have to pretend. 
Breakfast in bed, a kiss on the cheek goodbye. You're the reason I'm feeling this high. Rolling up for the boys, but you only smoke with me. Always having fun, and I've never seen you more free. And if you decide that you were ready to leave, like the cold wind blows off the leaves from the trees, I'm standing right here, I want to show you the world. But first, I just need to make you my girl. That's it. I appreciate it. Christina. Christina. Give it up for Christina. Christina. Thank you. Expectations. I'm new and this is some new shit. (laughs) I literally thought I would get here early, do my poem that I wrote yesterday, and go home and crawl into my little space. No. Not happening. I've been here forever. So I hope I can read this after the margaritas and Patron. Um, <laughs> I, got, I hope I got this. Literally, do I got this? <laughs> okay, so this is written on my Sinclair notebook that was by my bed at 2 a.m. Um, it's called Built This Way, which is me, Built This Way. Excuse me if I fumble a little bit. Slushies were awesome. (laughs) No. I'm not underestimating myself. (laughs) No. I'm not second-guessing myself. No. I'm not in my own way. In any way, please. Or am I? (laughs) Fuck yeah, I am. I need a man. Because he makes me feel worthy. He makes me feel safe. Is it okay that he left the door open in the middle of the night? Is it okay that he left all the lights on, the bathroom, the kitchen, the bedroom, and I woke up and he's not even there? But you know what, baby? There's butterflies in my stomach. My body feels good and my thoughts are awesome. He brings me joy. I don't give a fuck about that. But over dinner, inappropriate conversation. But I'm so ready, I'm so captivated, but I'm so in love. The act of strongness, the tight hugs, the strong kiss, the unexpected texts that come just when I need them. Just when I need them. Sundays, near the most time, It's dinner. Will you have dinner with us? Just have dinner with us. No. He's super busy. But that's okay. But no matter what, it doesn't matter. Because the only thing that exists to me is him. I don't care about what he can't do for me. It's what I can do for him and what's in my heart. And I love him. Hmm. But I'm just another shiny dime, put swiftly away in the jar of change in the arm of the, of the rest of his car as we stop at the corner store. But how do I ignore the very sore that was opened, once healed, was that as I opened the door, excuse me, guys, to my heart like a grocery cart, yes, eyes wide open in the store. Milk, juice, bread. But where is my head? All in his bed, baby. Heart on red, but body is dead. He sucked the life out of me. And it was too late. He hit home plate. And my peace, my joy, my love, and the zest for life, he ate. Until it was filled with all of my goodness. Now what was I, a motherfucking mess? Empty, like a jar of sugar with no motherfucking Kool-Aid. Bills piled up, hair undone. I let him, that motherfucker won. 
his head held high, full of all of my words of life, living and lifting me, lifting him in that motherfucking sky. While I sunk deep, deep down, and I nearly drowned in my own sorrow. Yes, I was borrowed. Not a keeper, just a lover and a leaver. Never, 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 never will I underestimate myself. No second guessing myself. I'm not in my own way. I've stepped aside and swallowed my pride, held my head way up in the sky. That song that I sing, that peace means nothing to me because I'm priceless. Okay? Say priceless, baby, priceless. Worth more than any jewel, any ruby. Do you see me? Do you see me? Step into the light, into my joy, because I'm complete. I don't need a man, a man I do not need. I wised up from under the sheets. Who, me, yeah, me. <laughs> I was built to thrive under the watchful little eye, his watchful little eye. My joy and my peace, they never left, but I left he to mourn and be scorned. In my side, he was a thorn that grew until I was crooked. You know how they say, lift your crown, crooked. Now I stand tall, built this way. I shall not fall through the fire and through the shame. I always had my name. Who is she? Oh, let me tell you, up and down and through and around like tempered glass, he can kiss my motherfucking ass. Never, no, never will you steal my light. I don't dim anymore. Look, I got the floor, bitch. I got the control. I will not want anything because I can flaunt right through the door with the, my heart so full of life and no more strife. Honey, let me tell you, I know my worth. I know who's that I am. I know who's that I am. I said, I said, I said yes. That I am, excuse my little notebook, it's about five years old. <laughs> uh, so tonight, tonight you see me, you see me on this stage, peace of mind, full of life, joy for this life of mine. There's only one that can live it and that's who, me. Christina, tell us, cause guess who I am? Built this motherfucking way. Thank you. Christina. That's that great. great. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking empowering. Yeah. All right. The whole time. I love the poem, but like when you're like, he left all the lights on, I'm like, that shit is too expensive. <laughs> like, that's not cool. Okay. All right. Poet. It's time for our penultimate poem of the <laughs> This is like the real penultimate, like of the of entire the open mic evening. Yes. All right. So who's it gonna be, Aisha? Next on the mic is Amy. Is it Amy? Amy! If it's not Amy. Amy? Amy left. She's like, no thank <laughs> She's you. like, it's taking too long. All right. Amy? Go on once. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amy and or Ami. Uh, all right, Do you want to so, read? Wait. Just Do you want to read? Come on. All right. This is Amy, a.k.a. their real name. Amy. Okay. This is Amy. This is Welcome, Amy, Amy to the stage. <laughs> Real name. No, my name is Amy. Hi, Amy. Hey. Hi. <laughs> my shorts could be higher. These are above above the knee, bro. Oh, that's short. Those are short. 
Mid? Like, like here? Oh. Anyways, enough about my appearance, right? <laughs> All right, well, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm willing here. So this one does have a title. It is called Some Somber Serenade to Soothe Say My Soul. Since short, S's. Spill the secrets I've swallowed pills of snakeskin salesmen. Somehow I stay safer and soon I will spill my... Sell from so many of my vices. Simple gestures I've let slip silently by. Why can't I spare solidarity? Serendipity charged by soliloquy stays steadfast. So I have a stowed away steep to keep my heart and body pure. Give it up for Amy. <laughs> Amy. Alliteration, though. That yeah, was so good. That. That was Who good. was that masked poet? Our last poet. 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 Okay, I'll only, announce only it. Only three. Here, I got years, this. <laughs> Our last poet is Andy Social. Welcome Give it up for Andy. Stage, Andy. Hi, y'all. I wasn't going to read because this isn't really finished yet, so it's sort of work in progress shit. Okay. Your kisses didn't count. They were practice, nothing more. A rehearsal for kisses that everyone knew were coming, whether I was interested or not. Your lips tasted of buttery popcorn and sweet chocolate. Your eyes held challenge and encouragement. I could smell red cream soda on your sigh as you stepped back, taking your sweet, salty mouth away from my questing lips. Was that okay? We both asked at once, then giggled, jinx. We tried again and again. That's why you practice, isn't it? Weeks later, my first taste of, of salty sweat and stale chewing gum. My eyes met eyes brimming with uncertainty and bravado. The pressure was clumsy, too tentative, and then crushing as I tried to back away. I liked kissing you so much better. Clearly, he should have practiced first. Sounds pretty finished yes. to me. No, okay. Guess what, y'all? We played a trick on you. <laughs> that, uh, it turns out Andy Social was, was the penultimate. <laughs> That's right. We have one more poet. So, uh, please welcome to the stage, Aaron MJ. I'm sorry for all that, you guys. Uh, when I, when I, most parts of me aren't graceful in any way, but especially when I asked them to sign me in, I walked, I, I hobbled like a gremlin out. I didn't want to get anybody's way. Um, so this first one is not my shit, someone else's shit. Um, and it's actually shit I bugged you guys with a couple times. It's called Pwn Be Red at 3 a.m. by a guy named Donald Justice. <laughs> Uh, it's a quick one. Um, accepting the diner on the outskirts, the town of Ladora at 3 a.m. was dark, but for my headlights and up in one second-story room, a single light where someone was sick or perhaps reading as I drove past at 70, not thinking this poem is for whoever had the light on. Thank you. This one's also someone else's shit here. 
All of I love you as well, Letitia Lachey. But don't let it's 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 DPS. It's Dayton Poetry Slam. All the restraints should be on the floor outside. You know. Um, I, I was I was saying, let it all out. We're this this is Dayton Poetry Slam. We're all fam here. All the. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> When I sit down, they're practically like underwear, so I don't, all the way up, you know what I mean? Wow, this degraded quickly. <laughs> and the worst part is, I'm this unbearable sober, you know? No. <laughs> so I, I don't know if there's a rule where, you know, I'm not allowed to dedicate someone else's poem to somebody, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> Hey, 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 I like it, hey. Uh, this one's called Ode to My 1977 Toyota by Barbara Hamby, I believe. Um, you know, this is, I, I dedicate Barbara Hamby's poem to whoever, uh, you know, their, their car knows all their secrets, you know what I mean? Because um, I've been there. Uh, engine like a uh, singer sewing machine, where have you not carried me to dance class, grocery shopping, into the heart of darkness and back again? Oh, the fruit you've transported, uh, cherries, peaches, blueberries, watermelons, thousands of Fuji apples, books, and all my dark thoughts, the giddy ones, too. Uh, bottles of champagne popped at the wedding of two people who will pass each other on the street as strangers in 20 years. Ronald Reagan was president when I walked into Big Chief Motors and saw you glimmering on the lot like a slice of broiled mahi-mahi or sushi without its top knot or tuna. Remember the months I drove you to work singing some enchanted evening? Those were scary times. All I thought about was getting on I-10 with you and not stopping. Would you have made it to New Orleans? What would our life have been like there? I had forgotten about poetry. Thank God I remembered her, Dave Poetry. Uh, she saved us both. We were young together. And now we're not. College boys stop us at traffic lights and tell me how cool you are, like an ice cube, I say. Though you've never had air conditioning, who needed it? You know? I would have missed so many smells without you. Confederate jasmine, magnolia blossoms, the briny sigh of the Gulf of Mexico, rotting possums scattered along 319 Sop Choppy? Panacea? <laughs> How many holes are there in the ballet shoes in your uh, back seat? How did that pair of men's white loafers end up in your trunk? Why do I have so many questions? And why are the answers like the animals that dart in front of your headlights as we drive home from the coast? The Milky Way strung across the black velvet bowl of the sky like the tiara of some impossibly fat empress who rules the universe but doesn't know if tomorrow is December or Tuesday or June 1st. Thank you. Sorry again. You guys have been so incredibly kind to us through our bad jokes and our awkward body positions. So <laughs> that was mostly me. Uh, <laughs> do we got them all right? We got, we got you all right. Give it up to Morgan and Aisha for hosting tonight. All right. So let's review. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, check out Jonathan and Link on Kaleidoscope Wednesday night. Check out the uh, open mic poetry reading in Springfield on in Troy is what I meant to say, whatever day that was. That is uh, Saturday, June 11th. Saturday, June 11th. Mike, Check when's your out. next show? Do it. Thursdays yes. in Springfield. Where at Springfield? Mike. That's right. All right. Station one in Springfield, just outside Wittenberg. You can almost smell the vomit. All right, so check, well. uh, check out Mike and teacher, right? All right. 
and um, <clears throat> check out Goodreads Better Friends podcast. Hell yeah. It's 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 like kind of all right. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, thank you guys for bearing with us tonight. Uh, we love you all. You're amazing. Thank you so much. And that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Dayton Poetry Slam podcast. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for listening to us. Be sure to check out our Facebook page and all other social media, uh, Dayton Poetry Slam on Facebook, Instagram, Slam Dayton on Twitter, and of course our website, DaytonPoetrySlam.com. And if you can, stop on out and check us out live the first and third Sunday of every month at Yellow Cab Tavern, 700 East 4th Street in downtown Dayton. You've been enjoying the Dayton Poetry Slam podcast a production of Dayton Poetry Slam copyright 2023 and all poems are the intellectual property of the poets that perform them unless otherwise indicated take care folks don't do anything I would if you do hold out for six mil in a helicopter good night